And the meeting is now being recorded. Okay, well, if you want to go ahead and uh, call to order, Kyle. Great. Thank you, Chair Sullivan. Good evening. This is a meeting of the San Francisco Urban Forestry Council. The date is Tuesday, February 28th. The time is 6.04 p.m. My name is Kyle Weiner, Commissioner Affairs Officer at the Environment Department. I'm joined by Jesus Lozano, Urban Forestry Council Coordinator at the department. Please note that the ringing of cell phones, pagers, and similar devices can still happen virtually and still prohibited. Please ensure your device is silent. Council members will attend the meeting through video conference or by telephone if the video fails and participate in the meeting to the same extent as if they were physically present. Public comment will be available on each item. On Each speaker will be allowed three minutes to speak. Public conduct can be made in the following ways. First, participants calling into the meeting via telephone may dial star three to be added to the speaker queue. Please call from a quiet location, speak clearly and slowly, and turn down your TV or radio. Second, participants watching the meeting via personal computer may indicate a desire to comment by clicking on the raised hand symbol in the participant panel of the WebEx meeting. And third, members of the public may submit public comment via email to environment at sfgov.org. If you submit public comment via email, it will be forwarded to the members and will be included as part of the official file. I will now call the roll. Chair Sullivan. Here. Vice Chair Crawford. Here. Member Lachin. Here. Member Vissipavel? Yeah. Member Nagel? Here. Member Social is excused. Member Sullivan? Here. Member Spiegelman? Here. Member Salvadori is excused. Member Trang? Here. Member Potter? Here. And Member Stringer? Here. Sir Sullivan, we have a quorum. Great. Uh, we move on to the next item, I guess. To uh, okay, the next item is item two: review and vote on whether to approve resolution file 2023-02-UFC resolution making findings to allow teleconference meetings under California Code Section 54953E. The speaker is Kyle Weiner, Commissioner Affairs Officer. This mandatory document is resolution 23-02-UFC. This item is for discussion and action. I move to approve. <laughs> I'll second that. With the chair's permission, we can open it up to public comment. I'm just the public who wish to make a public comment on the sign should now press star three to be added to the queue. For those already on hold in the queue, please continue to wait until it is your turn to speak. And I'll pause for a moment while the access code and passwords displayed on the screen. And seeing no callers in the queue, public comment on this item is closed. And uh, through the chair, I'll now call the roll. Yeah, please do. Chair Sullivan. Aye. Vice Chair Crawford. Aye. Member Lachin. Aye. Member Vissifaval. Aye. Member Nagel. Aye. 
Member Socio is excused. Member Sullivan? Aye. Member Spiegelman? Aye. Member Salvador is excused. Member Trang? Aye. Member Potter? Aye. Member Springer? Aye. The motion passes. We can go to the next item. The next item is item three, chairs welcome and land acknowledgement. This item is for discussion. Uh, yes, yeah, just uh, thanks everyone for uh, uh, joining us tonight. Um, just on the overall agenda, I think uh, there's a couple of uh, items we've got. Our one is kind of looking, uh, reviewing the uh, previous strategic plan, kind of just refreshing everybody's memory with what the plan had said and. I think it's um, was a potentially, I think a time to re-review that, um, and then also uh, a, a discussion and potential action around um, the some of the funding requests and outreach that we had done. Um, the other thing I would just note is that um, starting next month, uh, hopefully we don't have to do the uh, item two anymore, the re resolution um, allowing teleconference meetings since we're intending to meet back in public. So that'll be exciting to actually be face-to-face -face finally again after three years. So that'll be a nice change. So looking forward to it. Um, and so that, that's all I had. Um, again, thanks everyone for taking the time tonight. And if you wanna go ahead, um, Colin, and read the land acknowledgement and then move on to item four, I think. As the Urban Forestry Council acknowledges that we occupy the unceded ancestral homeland of the Ramatush Ohlone peoples, who are the original inhabitants of the San Francisco Peninsula, we wish to pay our respects to the ancestors, elders, and relatives of the Ramatush community and to affirm their sovereign rights as First Peoples. We honor the Ramatush Ohlone for their enduring commitment to steward Wada, Mother Earth. We recognize that Ramatush Ohlone have lived in harmony with nature for millennia. And that to achieve a truly ecologically sustainable future for San Francisco, we must embrace indigenous traditional ecological knowledge in how we care for the city's lands, waters, and all its people. That concludes the land acknowledgement. And with the chair's permission, I will open it up to public comment. Please. Members of the public who wish to make a public comment on this item should now press star three to be added to the queue. For those who are already on hold in the queue, please continue to wait until it is your turn to speak. And seeing no callers in the queue, public comment on this item is closed. And through the chair, uh, we can proceed to the next item. Uh, please. Yes. Right. The next item is item four, adoption of minutes of the January 27, 2023 Urban Forestry Council meeting. The explanatory document is the January 27, 2023 meeting draft minutes. This item is for discussion and action. I'll motion to approve the minutes. I second. Through the chair, we can open it up to public comment. Yes, please. 
Members of the public wish to make a public comment on this item. Should now press star three to gather to the queue. For those already on hold in the queue, please continue to wait until it is your turn to speak. And seeing none, public comment on this item is closed. I will now call the roll. Chair Sullivan. Aye. Vice Chair Croft. Aye. Member Lashen? Aye. Member Vesif Lavelle? Aye. Member Nagel? Aye. Member Social is excused. Member Sullivan? Aye. Member Spiegelman? Aye. Member Salvadori is excused. Member Trang? Aye. Member Potter? Aye. Member Stringer? Aye. The motion passes. I think we could uh, go to the next item, general general public comment. Okay. Next item, item is item five. Members of the public may address the council on matters that are within the council's jurisdiction and are not on today's agenda. Just one moment. Members of the public who wish to make a public comment on this item should now dial star three to be added to the queue. For those already hold in the queue, please continue to wait until the desired team to speak. Seeing non public comment on this item is closed. Right. Next item. Okay, the next item is item six discussion and possible action regarding the 2019 San Francisco Urban Forestry Council strategic plan. The speaker is Andrew Sullivan, Council Chair. The explanatory document is the 2019 San Francisco Urban Forestry Council strategic plan. This item is for discussion and action. Um, so I. Um... Many of you have been involved in different parts of the strategic plan kind of creation. And um, the last one we did was 2019. It was kind of, you know, obviously pre pandemic. I think there's been a lot of challenges over the last few years, you know, working remotely and kind of you know, trying to realize some of those goals. Uh, we had had this kind of rhythm where we were trying to do kind of every three or four to three to five years look at our strategic plan and kind of reassess what the goals and ideas that we're pursuing as a council are. Um, I think some folks here were not, uh, um, you know, some of the folks on the council were not around during the last um, uh, strategic plan. And they kind of grew and evolved from the original st strategic plan that was created, um, I believe in 2013. Um, I don't know, I'm hopefully uh, folks had a chance to kind of peruse through and look at what was included in the um, leading packet. Uh, basically what we did starting in, as I said, I believe 2013, we had kind of a, a dedicated opportunity to go off site as a council and kind of review what we had been doing, what our kind of charges are as a council and what, um, what we want uh, to focus on in as our kind of strategic priorities, as well as um, looking at specific goals related to those priorities and then also um, just some of the overall kind of management goals and issues that we wanted to kind of make sure we're paying attention to so um i don't know if we, if it's possible can we pull up either the maybe the 
flip through the, 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 the strategic plan maybe, or I don't know the best way if um, Kyle or Jesus, if you, one of you two has the ability to kind of pull that up. I, I was thinking particularly kind of like just highlighting the strategic priorities. Um, in 2019, the council as a group kind of came up with six priorities and then, you know, each, each which had kind of sub, um, uh, pieces to it. And those were related to some of the goals that we thought were kind of, I think, more, most important. Uh, this had been like a facilitated, um, um, yeah, kind of offsite, I would call it to kind of, again, give people like outside of the standard kind of council meeting an opportunity to kind of understand, you know, who, not just who everyone was, but kind of what the council goals were and what we could kind of, you know, really focus our energy and time, um, given, you know, the resources that we have both, you know, through Kyle and um, Jesus, as well as just the council itself, where we really thought we could kind of, you know, A, um, you know, do what we're charged to do as a council, and then B, kind of expand beyond that to other, uh, other priorities and or specific goals. Um, so right now there's also as, as a piece of this, there's several seats that are um, open at the moment on the council, which we have uh, a handful of um, applicants for those seats. So I'm hoping that in the near future, we have several um, new council members on board. Um, and I thought it might be a good opportunity to both Kind of reintroduce what the strategic plan said and i don't know if the from my point of view i don't think the action tonight is to kind of really create and or do any substantial work on like i think um creating new goals and or new priorities but just kind of i think conversation around what the next step is and i would think you know once we get a couple of once those uh currently currently vacant seats are filled pending uh board of soups uh, review of the applications that are on um, currently on the table that it would be nice to take that as an opportunity to um, find another find another time where we as a council can kind of uh, re-review and this might be maybe like later this summer I was thinking or maybe early spring where we can kind of uh, take a, a fresh look at the strategic plan and kind of you know reset what we said we were trying to do and in, in the context of, you know, everything that's happened over the last four years, where we think uh, the, the focus and, and priorities of the council should be. And then out of that, ideally, we kind of can uh, develop, you know, specific goals. One of the things that we had also tried to do with the strategic plan, um, and this started kind of in 2020, it was I don't recall it was not necessarily related to COVID initially, but I think we were trying to, because of the kind of fractured nature at the beginning of all the uh, remote online meetings was used a kind of, we had a, like a little matrix. We were trying to create a way to um, kind of, I think, assign various folks as kind of a lead and other folks as support for some of the specific goals so that we were kind of dividing and conquering, if you will, some of the goals and and uh, tasks that we as a council might want to um, uh, champion. And that uh, it was also a nice way, I thought, to try to get 
a little bit more kind of broad-based involvement through the whole council and give way people ways to kind of kind of um, involve be involved and kind of help input as their um, uh, commitments allowed. So I think you know it'd be nice to kind of think through that as well about you know what the specific goals are and how we're going to you know achieve them without dumping all of the work back on the Jesus, for example. So um, if you want to scroll down, I think again just to reiterate what we said, you know, it's it's a nice document. I thought it kind of reiterates kind of what our um, uh, charges, um, what are um, some of the items that are kind of where we stand, some of the uh, things that we've been focused on in the previous from the previous strategic plan, and then outlines again these kind of six priorities that we had highlighted, which were. Um, uh, yeah, uh, recommendations to the management. We just kind of read these quickly. Develop policy recommendations related to management of the urban forest with respect to biodiversity, tree species, palette, and availability and climate change. So it's a little bit broad stroke, but really about kind of like knowing that our focus as a council is on urban forestry and trying to respect and understand that that can be a lot of different things from. The trees to the understory to and then all of these different issues related to availability of the right tree for the right place as well as climate change um, policy two which was um, uh, sound policy creating drive, helping to drive the sound policy the creation of sound policy or regarding the urban forest um is that sorry am i on the wrong one sorry when the oh yeah I'm sorry expanding item two to, sorry man, I was moving on to the the goals expanding the uh, the focus of the council to consider all trees and so this was again related to the work we had been doing involved with with the uh, phase one master plan and trying to build on that and find ways you know through with other partners like Park and Rec and or DPW and finding ways that we can kind of kind of build again on what would then kind of uh, developed in the in the phase one master plan um, item uh, three which was uh, strengthening the urban forest and that for urban forestry council and that's about kind of our specific membership and finding you know again I think we're starting to do that now I think and um, there's an opportunity you know as I said there's uh, three uh, current vacancies on the council and you know we always welcome any council members input and or other agencies and or community groups about who and how we can get better, more diverse voices on the council and how we can also strengthen kind of the, the, the kind of knowledge base of the council. Um, it was also, I think, regarding just kind of the basic kind of funding components of it, which historically has been uh, has been kind of an issue is just making sure we have staffing available to so that we can, you know, work effectively, as well as maintaining funding, which typically comes from other uh, supporting agencies. Uh, item four was developing communication plan, and I think that was, you know, again, we were cheerleaded by a kind of a couple of folks on the council at the time in 2019, but really about um, trying to have a more comprehensive, coherent message, and something that we could kind of, you know, use a way to more effectively and more consistently and um, in a more kind of constant, if you will, way, kind of communicate who we are 
to, you know, particularly soups, the mayor, other agencies, some of whom have like little or no understanding of who we are, what we do. Um, I, um, uh, number five was articulating canopy goals to inform public policy. Now, this is, I think, um, uh, we've done quite a lot of work trying to, again, you know, pull in existing information and help become a way to kind of understand and articulate again where we are with canopy, where we're trying to go with the canopy goals, and and uh, again, really give tools to other agencies about why that's important. And then uh, the, uh, the final one, um, attracting funding for tree planting and protection. And again, I think this is still something that you know, we've talked about this the last couple of meetings a couple of times. Uh, the next item on our agenda is related to this as well. And I think there's, you know, we've done, we've supported and we've helped kind of facilitate a lot of work around kind of goals and issues and trying to highlight some of these items from the previous um, priorities and strategic goals, but that uh, the funding is, you know, a big issue. And, and I think, you know, I don't know, you know, there, there's, there's still a lot of work to be done on understanding best ways to kind of, you know, help facilitate since we, you know, are, you know, really a, a, um, a um, uh, you know, we don't have, we're, we're not able to, you know, have any um, action on actual funding, but, you know, really kind of helping to kind of facilitate that and pushing issues and, and creating that kind of conversation, I think would be helpful. So those are the six um, um, strategic priorities that were identified. And then following that, there are specific goals that um, that, that the uh, strategic plan kind of outlines. And we tried to come up with the uh, various um, action items, if you will, related to those um, specific goals that are tied to uh, what had been identified during this session and during the development of this particular um, strategic plan in 19 as kind of high higher priority items um, so uh, around again increasing funding which was a big one and uh, creation of um, policy regarding the urban forest I think they're kind of in some ways go kind of hand in hand um, having you know strong good policy around urban forestry and um, making sure there's funding for it so um, again, we just wanted to bring this back. I think this is, you know, considering that, you know, this was done back in 2019. And as I said, I think there's been, been kind of challenging for the last several years and, you know, um, just for myriad reasons, you know, around COVID and, you know, trying to kind of get, uh, I think, uh, a lot of action on some of these items. We've done certain things well and other things, you know, we could probably improve. And I think it's, again, just a good time to kind of take the pulse of the council and understand what we said were our priorities and where we want to go as a, as a council going forward. Um, I don't know if there's, um, I think, um, I don't know who's driving right now, if it's um, uh, Kyle, if that's you or Jesus, but we you might want to just pull up again that kind of matrix that kind of we used as, as our kind of, I, I thought it was going to be, I, I thought it was attached to this report but i didn't see it in our packet but it just kind of was again a tracking mechanism that we were using i don't know that might be completely outdated it might be the wrong approach 
or it might be something that we can kind of more specifically talk to in kind of a revisit, revisiting of the strategic plan and what we want to do um, going forward. And as I said, I think it'd be nice once we get the current vacancies filled to start to look at and think, you know, find, find, find a time to bring everyone together and a way that we can um, hopefully um, kind of, again, revisit this update and, you know, uh, kind of calibrate where, where we want to be in the next four years. Andrew, this is Damon. I, I appreciate you bringing this up. Um, and thank you for giving the, everyone the opportunity to take a look at this, um, this document. Um, I, I want to reiterate, though, we do have a bunch of new members and we are um, actively looking for more. And, and I wonder if the council agrees with me that the new members really should have an opportunity to give this document um, their input meaning that this document was made many years ago previous to them being on the board do do we give the council an opportunity to comment on this as to whether or not they feel it's appropriate um, by sitting on the board that they support this document in its um, current fashion but once again thank you for bringing this up yeah no i i completely agree in fact you know that's why it's a possible action i i uh, originally we we started kicking around bringing this back so that we could kind of queue it up for like uh, I think a future action but in particularly in light of the fact that you know we've got these both you know the current vacancies and you know I'm hoping we've got we've got several applicants already in the queue for the uh, existing vacancies I think like the actual doing any kind of like actual kind of update we wait we, we wait until we get them on board and then we have um, you know and I think Several folks that are on the council now were not part of the 19 effort, you know, with the, that whole 19 offsite. So I think, you know, I'm not sure. I, I didn't really, I don't know that we necessarily have to have an action. I think we, if there's items and elements of what we had said previously that we want to kind of vet and or critique um, today, that's awesome. And I think, but yeah, I think we want to have like an actual kind of revisiting of this. Um, in again, like I said, the near future, I'm get, I'm hoping that by summer in the next couple of months, few months, we have uh, those three seats are going to be filled, and we'll have those three new members. And you know, I think it'll be a that would be a nice time to bring everybody together. And again, ideally, do some kind of an offsite. We do, you know, we, in the past we've done it as like either a half day or the as most of a half day as we can get people to commit to to kind of you know do a deep dive on it. Um, sorry, I didn't see um, Lou had his hand up already. There's a few hands up. Oh, I was just going to say um, thank you for sharing this. This is it's helpful to to know this happened, and it just prompted me as we we're thinking about the next group of people that are coming on board. That I think it would be really useful to have an onboarding for those people. Um, that, that included these kind of materials. I, I wasn't aware of them and I, I never had any kind of context for some of this stuff. So something to think about for those that are coming. Thank on. you. Yeah, no, I, in talking this with, you know, and Jesus and I prepping for this meeting, I've had the exact same issue, the same thought that like, you know, I've tried, you know, in the past, I've tried to, you know, kind of connect with, you know, since I've been chair, over the past year or so, try to connect with people who are new, but, you know, not always super successfully. And I think for sure we need to like, 
and maybe that's even part of our conversation at this is like you know the onboarding and making sure people you know understand what we're who we are what we're about what our history is and all of that so for sure point well taken hey andrew jesus pulled up the matrix that you referenced but i don't know if this is the most current one but this one's from march of last year yeah i mean it's it i don't remember if this is i can't tell if this is the most recent one or not but i mean the point being i think that we were trying to use this as a tracking tool to try to kind of you know i was trying to bring this up bring this back to council you know every meeting or every other meeting or at least in some informal way to say like these were you know just reiterating that there's you know not trying to kind of push people who you know uh, or make them feel like they're on the spot but you know there's uh different things that you know we can kind of progress bits and pieces of this where members can can do so but i think there's a couple of other hands up i don't know yeah, I just wanted to add that I agree with Lou and Damien. You know, I remember my experience coming, you know, at at the ball, the handballing process, and also, you know, that you know we they need to have the chance to look at it. You know, um, I agree hundred percent and review it. Maybe something may 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 have to change. Yeah, you know. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, and that's yeah. why I, you know that's why we tried to you know that's why we'd talked in 2013 when this all started. You know, the idea was that it would we would revisit this as a group. You know, every like three to five years, depending on what was going on with the council and the kind of broader city urban forest, so that we you know have that opportunity to you know keep it keep it fresh. Spencer, you got kind of hand up there. I just want to make sure that uh, we don't forget our role of educating publics and governmental bodies and other bodies about, you know, trees, you know, so we probably need to make sure that we we have something that where we work on continuous improvement, educating, educating about the tree canopy, you know, not just doing the report now, that only goes to the city, the government uh, side, the county, you know, but, you know, to promote trees in like, Yeah, that was, you know, part of what- That's one of our goals now, anyway, for, as a committee, you know, so make it sure that- For sure, and I think, you know, communications, that was like part of this thing that, you know, was, there was a lot of conversation around, and uh, and I think there's, you know, yeah, I think that there's something that there's definitely, I, I would agree, there's, a, there's, you know, we need, we should be better about kind of using Using the council as a way to kind of educate the bigger, bigger public, because there's, you know, even things like street trees and things like that, street tree lists and that kind of stuff in the report, as you said, they get, you know, it's a very specific kind of audience. And I think there's a bigger, broader audience that we could help yeah. connect. Yeah, absolutely. And I think if we do a good job educating about the issues everywhere, no? Uh, yeah, and and maybe we we can get more funding and more other things. Yeah, I think there's like some. Yeah, totally. And there's ideas that I, you know, we could explore more. Like you know, as you know, public members have said, you know, made great reference to like you know, uh, different community groups that are interested that are doing really good work and finding ways to you know be more, uh, you know, connect better with them and kind of. You know, those are the kind of ways that kind of 
connect with the pu broader public in a really, I think, meaningful way. And then there's just tons and tons of other groups, as you know, really care about all the trees in San Francisco. So. I think I'm up. Um, uh, I was going to ask Kyle or Jesus to refresh us on what the process is for recruiting new members and what approvals, what role the council has in that process and um, according to the bylaws and the environmental code. Um, so, as far as uh, recruiting new members, uh, you're able to do outreach uh, yourself to have encourage folks to apply. Um, you could also give me or Kyle contact information, any leads that you have, and we can um, uh, reach out to them in ourselves. Um, I, um, in the attachments for uh, my um, staff report uh, below, I have some information and links uh, for folks to apply just already in there. Um, and also, I guess, to as part of what I'm hoping to hear out of this discussion today is um, good items for me to use as outreach um, for these folks. I, I do um, not to get ahead of everyone else with their hands up. I do hope to have some like key points out of this um, to share with folks as to what the council's um, mission is and what we'll probably be focusing on um, once they join. Um, so, sorry if that I hope that answered your question. So that's that's the application process. What about the selection process? Uh, yeah, so all of those applications go either to the Board of Supervisors and um, the mayor. And um, Kyle, please correct me if I'm wrong. From what I understand, once we're ready to take those forward um, for appointment, uh, we would um, select the folks that we, we would like to um, encourage the mayor and Board of Supervisors to appoint. Well, I, I would say, I think typically, you know, there's certain seats are allocated for various um, either professionals and or kind of members at large. And um, so, for example, there's, you know, a tree care industry. One of the one of the current vacancies is for tree care industry. One of the, and correct me if I'm wrong, because I might be misspeaking, Jesus, but I think the other two are for nonprofits kind of related. And that's kind of a pretty broad related to you know urban forestry or kind of urban greening or um until and um and i think in the past the way this has happened is that we just i think we've relied on members for the most part to kind of utilize networks um and you know push out they make, make clear that there are vacancies on the council and um in the past, again, the 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 process, and again, Kyle or or, or just correct me because I'm probably misspeaking. But you, the, the the next step is the, the those applications are all submitted to the board of supervisors, and there's a, a committee, a board uh, supervise a, a committee from the board of supervisors that reviews those applications and then votes on them. And I know they have in the past 
the the last couple of rounds of kind of reviews there's they one 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 kind of critique had been that they want to see more diversity and um in like both gender and race on on the council and other than that i think that that's been like a, kind of the, the only critique i've ever heard you know it kind of depends on you know the, it's you know how many we don't, we don't usually have more than you know uh many more than like vacancies that we've gotten people to kind of uh apply for so uh, it, it's really you know we don't there's not i don't know if there's other uh avenues um as you said we can rely on to kind of push the message out and around so the urban forestry council does not do a roll call vote on that we do, we do not have a say on the next people that come to the council that's entirely up to the board of supervisors as, as i understand yeah correct we, we yes. essentially receive them after they've been selected thank you it, it might be helpful if jesus could send around to to all of us the the exact specs for the three open slots because i know i don't have that very crisply in my in my head i know one of them is sort of on reserve for the friends of the urban forest person who i hope is joining us soon um but as to the others it'd be great if we <clears throat> kind of knew what the specifications were yeah and and it was also helpful to hear that, that feedback that we've we've received previously from the board about um more representation more diverse representation from um gender in terms of and, and also race um uh that, that was something i didn't know of but that was the feedback we'd done previously so it'd be helpful to have any other further feedback that we've received so we can know um that is we're sort of trying to spread the word i do think, i do think that kind of came when we were like most everybody was like white male on the council yeah that said so i'm sure a goal that we know there's always different voices are always good and i think you know yeah i would i would appreciate yeah if you could just if you're able to Kind of share the specifics of the of the open seats currently so that we can you know that it gives members a, an opportunity to kind of push through their networks and try to get you know any interest or or, or and folks are any interest you know apply yeah um there should be a copy of the sheet um attached with the meeting documents but i can forward it out again yeah, I think it would be helpful if we forwarded to the whole council and if we forwarded it with a specific request uh, to all the council members that they kind of, you know, uh, work their networks. To, you, know, may, may, you know, push it out to anybody that they, you know, any any networks that they, that they think are appropriate. Mm -hmm. Through the chair, just to confirm the document that Jesus was referring to, that's included under, under uh, item eight in the agenda. Uh, so that should be near the end of the meeting packet. Yes, we, we have that thing. I think that's exactly what we're looking for. So consider it received. <laughs> it'll be in the it'll be in the agenda item till we till we uh, have new folks on. Um, sorry, Lou, I think you still had a pending question from earlier. Oh, you're, you're muted. 
Sorry about that. Um, just as an aside to that conversation and, and what prompted this, Andrew, I think that's it's a useful conversation to reorient. Um, I have had the impression over the last several meetings that much of our focus has been going towards considering how to get funding towards improved street canopy. And I'm getting the feeling like we're running up against, well, what do we do with that? How We're not feeling like we can get any progress. And I'm just speaking for myself here. I'm not trying to say that. I'm just as an impression I'm having. And so I'm, I'm curious if others are feeling that way and that part of the, the impetus for kind of re-emerging um, this document is a way to, to consider what the, the function of this board has been and, and should be um, and where our priorities should be in general. Um, it, it strikes me that we are kind of in a bit of a, a bind with this kind of desire to really increase the, the level of canopy cover, but very, very limited capacity to really move the needle on that, it feels like. So I'm, I'm curious if that was part of the thinking around this topic and what other people think about it. Yeah, Lou, this is Mike. I, I agree that um, I think that we have to recognize our limitations as an advisory body and we can advocate for more funding, but we don't have any ability to kind of pull the levers to make it happen. So I, I think we, we should be, we have been, and we should be advocating for more funding you know, loudly and frequently, but we do need to realize that um, there's only so much this advisory body can do. Um, and, and I also think we might, you know, with the, with the benefit of, of, kind of seeing how our um, six priorities kind of played out over the last couple of years, we might want to think about focusing on a fewer number of priorities as opposed to um, a larger number. Because I think we also need to recognize that we're all volunteers and trying to do too much when you've got, you know, volunteers on subcommittees um, may just be, you know, asking too much of people. So my, my vote would be to try to focus on a fewer number of things and things that really can be done by by a group of 15 volunteers. I completely agree and support that, Mike. I think, yeah, that's, um, you know, you can see when we had those six goals and we were trying to get people to like be a lead on one and then support the other, you end up having like, you know, it just, it, I think that we're, we're just getting a little thin. And I think, yeah, having a better focus, I think, yeah, uh, Lou, the, the, you know, the funding thing has been like something that's been irritating me because it's like, we're not getting, we're not moving fast enough to like push issues. And I think we're not, you know, there's, we've got to, there's got to be a, a more effective way that we can, you know, either advocate for it in a, in a more forceful way and, or kind of be a, a place that can kind of help, you know, which is one of the previous kind of strategic plan goals was around kind of becoming a, like this kind of clearinghouse, if you will, or a way to kind of bring, you know, the, the right people together and use our, you know, um, council as a way to kind of facilitate the, the, the either those conversations or kind of, you know, push that issue. So, yeah, I think there's, I think that's a big, it is definitely like something that I feel like we just haven't been getting traction on. 
and I think, you know, knowing that we've got a bunch of, you know, hopefully we've got some new members coming on soon and that, you know, it's been almost coming up on four years since we've really looked at this. These are all kind of the reasons why I wanted to bring this up. Um, and I think, um, but yeah, I, I would agree, Mike. I think there's, we probably need to be, you know, as a big part of this is kind of really rethink what we've been able to do in the last couple of several years. And I think, you know, how we get tighter and what we are, what our, what our focus is and our goals. And, you know, I think we want to bring everybody into that conversation, but so Andrew, this is Damon. Quick, quick question, yeah. and and you as the chair, I understand that this question. This question is probably uh, directed at uh, Nick Crawford, but as we're the council, it's supposed to be um, multiple agencies discussing uh, canopy coverage and um, tree coverage here in San Francisco. Um, due to the impending storms that we had, you know, over the last uh, few weeks to months and current. Has has there been a count on how many empty basins we have from trees that just failed? And is there funding there already established to get those trees replanted? Or would that be considered a new planting basin, even though the tree failed due to storm damage? There's got to be FEMA funds involved for recouping that to restore the canopy that was just lost and maybe redirect our efforts to replant what just failed and um move forward with trying to garner new additional dollars moving forward as we do more sidewalk cuts. But we did lose a considerable amount of trees that we could go back and replant that we probably public works has got money um, being reimbursed through FEMA. Has there been any discussion on that? Hey, Damon, uh, just briefly, I don't know um, the answer to your question. I think perhaps might be a good separate agenda um, discussion. I just want to be careful not to move out of the um, strategic strategic plan discussion, but um, certainly you're asking great questions worth looking into. I, I just wanted to go back to um, yeah, so like the phoning was uh, something we kind of stumbled back at the end, you know, but that was part of our, Luz, that was originally, that was part of our group funding, was part of the group. I was in that group with actually Nick and, uh, and, and, uh, I mean, um, Blake. Blake. Uh, and we were already discussing this. And so that's kind of, kind of like why this came back also, you know, as like right before the end of the year, talking about the funding, because it was kind of some frustration of movement and tree not planted and things like that. So, but I, I think like the idea to to focus, you know, uh, will help us, you know, move forward, you know, because all those, those, those each item are important and speak to each other and, um, and and so we kind of jump for the funding because of frustrations, you know, at the end of uh, last year, you know, and I'm glad the letter was sent, you know, but I think yeah, it was not rush, but it was rush. But I think like putting back that all those faces and and redirect the board that what we're supposed to be and what causes different item that will help us, you know, that will help us get funding that will help us. 
uh, focus on um, native plant, native trees, under stories, water reception and shade and pollutions and all that stuff. So I think it's just like I agree with everybody. I think the focus is to go back to to uh, and drill in those groups, you know, and work together. And so we can have help later on and get asked for money to the right person, you know. And and we can and I have after we have also a plan now, we have something to show. We can do some research. You know, I like the idea of uh, Damien about you know the, the all the trees that we lost. You know, at UCSF we lost a lot of trees uh, also this year just because of the storm. So I like also the idea. Those are also important points. Actually, we could also uh, look at for data now and and do that and present that to them in two three. Uh, uh, meetings and say hey, this is what we heard and everything and just send it back and send the back back a little back to the world supervisor you know and say hey we're here we're working now this we send more information and we send all those information to other group and and keep working on this and so if we walk you know and do we produce something and we have something to give and to show you know it was going to help us i think you know eventually it will help us and it will help the council to Voice out, voice out ourselves now, and that's what we're supposed to be there now. We're supposed to be the lighthouse in the city for trees, you know. So uh, I think uh, that's it's a good focus to go back on on all those elements. Hey, I just wanted to give some some thoughts and start with saying, Andrew, I think. Uh, I agree with what everyone else is saying. This was a great topic to bring up. Uh, I feel like we've talked about it a lot, but this, this is kind of a fresh um, take on it. And I appreciate that. Uh, I wanted to mention that I think we've we've made great progress in sometimes unexpected ways on some of these things. And then other things, it's like, oh, I forgot that was one of our goals. So uh, I, I think it's worth mentioning that the Policy recommendations related to biodiversity, species palette, availability, climate change. That that was something that I think was, if I'm reading this right, I think it was a higher priority for some folks a couple of years ago. And then the current membership on the council doesn't seem to be as focused on that as more concentrating on funding. At least that's what I'm I'm hearing month after month. Um, so perhaps that's just not a, a a leading priority for the current group. Uh, and in the spirit of what Mike was saying, we, I, I'm okay with deprioritizing some of these things that we just don't think have the, the same urgency given our limited resources. I think uh, when it comes to the, the membership of the council, we definitely are hurting without some members. Uh, I think filling those open seats will help a lot. Uh, and then also just some reflection on, on, you know, why aren't we make, really making progress on having a more uh, diverse council? Uh, a couple of the recent departures in the last year or so were women. So are, are we being welcoming? Are we attracting, retaining um, a diverse group here? I think there's some reflection worth having about like, is this um, this is a compelling use of members' time? Do do folks feel like this is worth it, or is it dry and draining and not 
not really doing anything. Like, I think it's worth worth like reevaluating because we want to stay relevant and valuable. Um, but I think that like I think Lou, you mentioned it, but the onboarding was something that we thought was a really important thing we needed to fix going forward, and we haven't quite fixed that. So if it's like a chair or a staff person, I feel like like knowing what's going on when you join is just so important to feeling like you belong and understand what your role is, I think, to sort of swim around for a while and try to figure out what exactly we do and how you're supposed to handle it is some like lost valuable new member energy that I don't want to like, miss out on. Um, and then some of the communication stuff, uh, I feel like that's something we've struggled with still prep, but perhaps that's worth, worth it. One of those things or something we should deprioritize the canopy goals. We, we haven't really figured that out at all. I don't know <laughs> where that's at. Uh, and then the funding, We've talked about this so much, and I'm really proud of the funding that we have for street trees. I think that's awesome that street tree funding has improved. We still have a big gap to like, get to our goal, but um, I, I think that one of the things we had talked about in this plan was to like, make it not just about street trees, and I don't think we've moved off of that. I think we still talk about street trees all the time. And street trees are just a part of the canopy, and we should also be talking about backyard trees, park trees, PC trees, like all of these things are part of the port trees. Sorry, Ty, um, but all of these things are part of the like the, the urban forest. And I think that that it's it's great to do our best with street trees, but also to really think about it holistically. And and it was great hearing the planning and funding meeting about. Fuff's new initiative to do backyard tree planting. They got a grant to donate. Someone donated trees and they're giving them away for people to plant in their backyards. I mean, that's fantastic. I think we should do a lot more of that and find out ways to like get funding for that. Those are some of the cheapest trees that you could plant um, in a high cost of living city. So um, yeah, those are just some of my reflections. I see some hands going up. So I, I hope this spark some thoughts. Thank you. Hi, I think I'm up. Um, uh, so maybe to state the obvious, I think, um, I think maybe some of the, our difficulties with relation to engagement and other things like that, I'm hoping that we'll do a little science experiment when we meet together in person next month um, and see if we have a, a higher heightened level of engagement in once we actually have face-to-face -face contact. I know there's research on this type of thing. It's like, you know, just having Zoom meetings. I've never met any of you in person, with the exception of Jesus and I think the Jesus. Um, so so like I, I've only ever known you, you virtually. And I think the same is for several other members here that have joined during COVID. So um, hopefully we'll just have to check in in a few months <laughs> to see see if the engagement is a little higher. Uh, once we actually get to to see each other in the flesh, so um, that's that's my first point. Um, the second thing that I'd like to say is that um, you know the the public comment we received in the form of the letter from the California Native Plant Society. Um, uh, I think uh, Kyle circulated that earlier today. Um, the thrust of it was um, well, the the big point that that the big takeaway that I I took from it is that we potentially ought to consider 
um, broadening the scope of responsibility of the urban forestry council to being like an urban greening council type thing, like considering understory vegetation and not just not just trees. Um, and uh, that I'll just say from my perspective, from Reckon Park's perspective, um, that very much is in sync with our approach to landscape management. I mean, you know, like uh, we spend probably more time thinking about understory vegetation than we do trees. And that that's actually, in my view, a more holistic sort of look at ecology and 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 you know bio, biodiversity and things like that. So so that that that's something that that we maybe ought to talk about that letter um, and uh, see if that's something I, I know that that probably is something we'd have to consult our city attorney on and various other things to see if the scope of the council, whether that's even open for discussion, um, to 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 reframe the the scope in the view of sort of biodiversity crisis and the climate change and things like that, and um, that you know just looking at trees in isolation is really a pretty is kind of a false um, way to 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 extract one one thing from the rest of the ecosystem. So so I I was I was at least convinced by some of the points in the letter and I I I I liked I'd like to hear what everyone else has to say. Um uh, I'm not sure if now is the most appropriate time to discuss that or not, but I just wanted to voice my opinion on that. I mean I think that part, part of what the even in 2019 there was a lot of conversation around kind of broadening what um you know how we what what those Priorities kind of focused on, and I'm I, I'm not sure either. I think there's been a lot of different opinions on the council about as an urban forestry council we are trees, and other people that say you know the urban forest is a bigger, more diverse and kind of all encompassing thing. So and I tend to believe that as well. I think it's you know it's all part of the whole kind of you know green infrastructure, if you will, um, but. Um, yeah, I'm not, I'm not sure. I think it'd be a good thing to kind of wrangle out with a full council and like as part of this next strategic plan to kind of understand what urban forestry means to us and how we expand, how we do it and don't expand it beyond trees. I do think there's a role just to kind of like, you know, for as we try to do in, in part of the, um, you know, um, Helping with the in the in the urban forest master plan, looking at some of the phase two and three that you know we really tried to, to part of a lot of that conversation that we were pushing was around you know getting off this idea that the urban forest is street trees, and part of that was you know all the other things that it is. I think that was supposed to be part of the, the phase three master plan, but. Uh, I just wanted to add two quick comments, Nicholas. I, I don't think I agree with we, what you said in terms of the biodiversity component, and I think I'd follow with um, what Spencer was saying in regard to my agency's uh, interest in this topic as well. So I think that, that we bring a lot of that holistic approach to it. And then you also said something also that I wanted to ask about and I wasn't clear on. Um, about the the increased funding for street trees, and I I feel like I, I you said something that that you were excited about, and I feel like I may have missed something there. 
um, in terms of some information about some funding that has come along. I thought that was our our main trauma for the last few weeks, um, trying to figure that out. So if you could just elaborate what, what you meant by that. Sure, I, I gave a presentation on it um, about our, our funding, um, sort of charting out how we're getting street tree planting funding um, and then how we're spending it. Um, so I, I could share that link with you, uh, but that's what I, I was referencing. That okay, I got used you. To get like one point seven million, and then the last couple of years we've been getting an extra two million, um, which has been fantastic compared to what we were getting. But um, there's still a gap of like a we need to be around six million to um, to actually meet our goals on time. Got it. Thanks for the clarification. No problem. Um, yes, thank you, Lou. Thank you, Nick. Uh, so also, you know, like we were talking about focus. And yes, focus, you know, I like the idea of planting trees in the backyard. Pretty easy stuff to do. We've been talking about it. I donated trees to CNPS and things like that. Those trees are in backyards right now. But um, but I think the focus is to have to be street trees because that's where they benefit the mass of the people in the street, you know. Um, you know, so I, I don't want to say like, hey, no, it's not doing it. No, it's great, you know, but I think like we need to have some focuses on, you know, like where they needed the most now. So uh, and right now where they needed the most is in the street, you know. Uh, so I just want to make sure we focus on this. You know, it, it just doesn't mean that it, lateral can be done, but you know, a good majority of focus should be around that. You know, um, and biodiversity, I agree, also is, is important, and that's why those backyards can be uh, a good way to do it because native trees actually will do much better inside those confined area between house now. Um, far away from wind and some of those other conditions that the street trees, the, the street doesn't work very well for native trees. So, um, yeah, I just like it just focuses, you know, um, I, I, you know, I like the idea of include biodiversity and add, you know, under planting under the, under the trees and to increase biodiversity and it's great, you know, when there's room, you know, so it's all about including you know how big can we have a basin you know and and that's really well for officers should be around it around is that you know this included part of the basins i don't know if it's our goal i'm not a specialist you know in that area you know so uh, i can recommend things around trees and some level of ecology but i have limitation i'm not like blue for example <laughs> but you know it just like uh yeah uh, including native plant on the story it's great you know but trees should be a priority you know and and then and if we can be included to basin i agree but if it's create a new plants to add you know native vegetations that's a lot of more work and i don't know if we qualify all of us to work on this you know that's all it just just on focuses yeah Just a quick comment. I, I would respectfully ask my fellow council members to look at 
how efficient or effective or inefficient or ineffective we have been um, before we decide to broaden the scope of our work. I can't really imagine that broadening the scope of our work would make our work simpler or would make the council more effective. Um, and there are many issues we could go into, one of them being that we're not going to skip over phase two, which um, is the park tree management and run into phase three. So if the recreation park department wishes to expand the scope of the council, we can have the discussion, but one of our major deficiencies at the moment is that we don't have information on trees in park properties. And this has been one of our pretty significant stumbling blocks for a number of years now. Um, but beyond that, I, I really would ask everybody to, to just look at what we're charged with and decide whether you really want to expand that. And I would, as an, as an example of how people in San Francisco see us, I would suggest we look at that. What was it, the expansion of fines for trees that was put on some kind of a, I don't know if it was a ballot, but it was a board of supervisors decision that bypassed us entirely. The activists who pushed that through completely bypassed the Urban Forestry Council. We never even heard about it, or at least I had not. Correct me, somebody, if I'm if I'm wrong, Nick or Andrew. Correct me if I'm wrong. I think they literally went around us. So to me, that that suggests that maybe we're not seen as the most effective entity when it comes to tree protection, which which is one of our central points. <laughs> it's not a, it's not a minor part of our work. So I, I agree with the idea that we should try to focus the work. And I, when I say when people say focus, what I mean really is narrow some of the, the things we're trying to do. Um, I think street trees are a very clear and necessary area of focus. And then exactly as we had laid it out in the, the plan, phase two would be park trees. And phase three would be other trees, which really means private property trees. Um, and that's, I'll stop there and I'm happy to have this discussion. Uh, uh, I, I don't disagree with anyone who, who, who would argue that an ecological approach calls for considering all vegetation and all that. I'm just thinking, what is our capability? What is it that we can actually accomplish? And how do we do that? Um, and I'll, I'll stop there. I think this is all good conversation. I just want to make, you know, make sure everybody's aware it's, it's like uh, 710. I think this is really awesome conversation. I think it tells me that we're trying to kind of revisit these priorities. And I think there's, you know, some really interesting ways that we can kind of um, pull apart what the previous strategic plans had said and what we want to focus on. And like, I, 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 you know, I think there's, a lot of good points being made here about uh, how how we become maximize our effectiveness and you know what our what our looking at what our charges looking at what we can really do. So I, I I hope we can um I mean I'm happy to if there's more if there's more comments and conversation to keep it going. Um, but I do, I do think it'd be nice to um, start circulating um, Jesus some ideas and dates. 
um, you know, to hope make some assumptions around when we think uh, the next round of um, uh, applicants is going to be in front of the um, board of soups, uh, their committee, and then we can maybe start looking at some dates. I was thinking it'll probably be kind of mid late summer, maybe even like the beginning of the or, you know fall, but hopefully kind of sometimes in the mid late summer when we can convene, do some kind of an offsite uh, together and um, kind of refresh our strategic plan. Yeah. Can I right. just add a, a quick thing? If we're going to do that, probably better to, to start getting dates on the calendars so that we don't run into people's vacations, etc. Yeah, that's why I think it'd be nice to like, even if it's months out, let's start talking about it now. Go ahead, Spencer. Yeah, I just wanted to, I mean, I was just having ruminating on Igor's comments there, and I just wanted to respond because I think it was largely directed in, over here. Um, but, uh, you know, I mean, I, I almost hesitate to say this in this in this forum because I don't want to and I'm not sure this is going to fall like friendly <laughs> years here. But I mean, you know. During my time on the council, there's been a there, there, there's a lot of interest and I think in rightly in a lot of ways to on, on numbers of trees in the system. And um, I know that's the metric that has been you know used and and looked at for a long time and I think it's valuable in some ways but I just have to to comment that I mean you know while, while we do in our system you know meet and exceed our two to one tree replacement metric and that's something that we do pay attention to like in the last year we it was like six to one and the year before that it was five to one in our system um uh like that is not the focus at all of our natural resources management strategy like i mean you know the vast majority of our of our lands are in places where there was not a native forest and at least in the natural resources division which is the division of rec and park that i work in our our focus almost always is trying to restore you know and maintain the native ecosystems that were here um prior to colonization and that almost always means not planting trees that I mean, there are certain circumstances where that where that where we do plant trees like oaks and we plug oaks all the time every year we plug oaks. Um, but um, I mean, usually it means. It means trying to restore native grasslands and things like that. And so um, I just that's the, one of the reasons the CNPS letter, the California Native Plant Society letter was compelling to me because it syncs up with our approach to um ecosystem management much more than the sort of numbers focused drive of the council during the time i've been on the council um so i i i hear a lot of um concern about the numbers of of trees in the system and there's a lot of pressure on rec and park now to try to produce a phase two that accounts for the number of trees in our system and in our, in our park system but i mean that that is really not our 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 management goal in terms of trying to we're not just trying to plant trees to plant trees in our system and we're trying to restore native habitat whenever possible and i think that's very much in sync with the climate action plans healthy ecosystems chapter which was passed in late 2021 and um you know other other sort of priorities of the city the biodiversity resolution that was passed in 2018 other things like that which are which are very much 
statements of the city's approach to ecosystem management. So um, I, I I think that re rethinking the scope of the council, I'm not trying to to make our job harder, but I'm trying to sync up. Or I'm, I'm at least interested in syncing up the goal of the council with the real problems that exist in our city and, and that have been articulated by our, our board of supervisors and by our mayor. And um, and I, I just that that's why that letter was more compelling to me. Not, not I mean, and so I, I, I know I'm a new person on this council, so I'm probably don't have all the context you guys do here, um, but that's just our approach in Rec and Park. And, and I, and I think it's an important position. You know, I think that it, it feels to me like, I mean, this, this is an ever evolving conversation. There's a lot that we could kind of unpack with everything you just said, uh, Spencer, which I totally appreciate and you know, don't and agree with most of, um, and, um, but, um, yeah, I think it'd be, you know, there may be more than, I guess, one answer about like how and what we can kind of support and prioritize depending on where we are in the city. I don't know. There's, there's, a, it's a, there's a lot to that. And I, there's been a lot of, I think, evolving kind of attitudes and points of view over the last, you know, 10, 15 plus years on what all of those, you know, what, what ecology, what, what the ecosystem services means and how urban forest, what, what urban forestry is. And I think that'd be all really interesting stuff to kind of unpack and try to kind of rewrap in our new strategic plan. And I, I, I appreciate Igor that, you know, your issue of like trying to do any of that in a way that kind of keeps us on a kind of, you know, a focused focused goal so that we can feel like we're being effective and people are really being, you know, spending their time usefully here. It's it's a much longer discussion. And I I absolutely agree that we've talked about this ad nauseum that different parts of the urban forest will have very different goals. Yeah. That's it's as simple as that. There will be parts of the urban forest that are not going to be replanted in trees. That's, I don't think anybody's going to disagree with that. My point was simply that we have been losing trees, especially street trees in San Francisco. And that we should think about where it is we can make a difference. I think it's one of those places where we can make a difference. Um, now, the park department wishes to make a case that they are not going to track tree numbers or, or some of the that's perfectly fine. Um, that, that's totally reasonable. Um, even. And that's a discussion for phase two. That's great. I, I look forward to having that discussion. Yes, Spencer, I, I agree also with you, you know, uh, that's why street trees should be a focus, you know, so we don't, that's why. That's what you go as you're saying now, so just to make sure, you know, there's other phases and things like that, you know, but we're not in the deforestation mode. We're in the forestation, urban forestry, forestation mode, you know, and the focus should be street trees, you know, for now. So we don't start going in those directions, you know. And, uh, you know, for now, the only tool that we have is for biodiversity, and I don't know, 
how much that can increase is that industry trees is to start planting monotype trees where it's possible to do so. You know, and, and I think that should be our focus just for now, you know, just focus on that area, especially with all the three we lost. We lost tons of trees this year. And I know Nick is very positive about planting more trees and things like that, but I'm not sure Buff and DPW is going to be able to do it. You know, replace all the trees that they lost last this year. No way. They're just already in motion to plant their annual tree counts, you know. So it's going to take them a while to replant all those trees that, that, that they, just, they just lost, you know. Um, so it, it's just a hard thing, you know. Um, I'll be interested to know how many trees we lost, you know, and give us an idea where, you know, we lost trees, uh, you know, we lost trees in Mosutro, you know, we lost a lot of other story trees, you know, uh, but I don't think they, they, they have the same benefits that street trees today, you know, um, you know, and it's like this, some street trees, they barely any trees and they, they lost some of their trees this year. So now they have no trees. So, you know, it's always the area where there's less trees that get hit the hardest. It's kind of one of those things, no? So, um, I can tell you the neighborhood around Parnassus Avenue. There's not that much damages in the street trees. A lot of mature trees, you know, in the street trees. We haven't got hit as much than other area in the city, you know? And so, I, I think, yeah, and we're going long, you know, but uh, on the discussions, but focus you know, and, and work together on the limited, the limited, uh, limited target, you know, and, and try to accomplish this goal a little faster than we've been doing. So, you know, uh, we will slow down, you know, with the, the last three years with, you know, the online and the ability of to meet and the COVID. And, and so it's, it's important to have that discussion that, you know, like, uh, we don't want to, kind of overspread right away in the beginning, you know, but we want to keep keep all, all those, all those, you know, biodiversity and other things, you know, like water absorption and things like that in the street in consideration, you know, but without becoming, you know, something new or big added to it, because I don't think we'll be able to manage all of this. We barely, you know, after three years, we finally did it later to the mayor to ask for more money. It's just two, two, three years, you know, literally, you know, so, you know, and we're not even sure we're going to get it, that if there's some funding is going to come, we don't even know where it's going to go yet. So if it's going to come or not, you know, so, so, you know, we, our focus is also now to keep asking, hey, what's up with that later on that we sent, you know, um, and asking, you know, uh, when are we going to hear from it, you know, from, and, uh, you know, can we come to a, a, a committee and make a comment and ask about um, if they read the letter and what they think about, you know, start talking a little bit, you know, because even, you know, we have all those focus, but that all focus now is also to make sure that our voice is being heard. The letter by itself won't be, won't be, you know, the only, you know, it needs more, you know, it needs a letter and it needs a, us to talk at it, you know, so and 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 so it is still at a founding focus right now, but and but we can move to although it's gonna move by, by stage, but we can't go too fast. Um otherwise we're not gonna be able to accomplish 
everything we want, everything will be half done, and we're gonna miss something, you know? We're gonna miss, we may miss something along the way because we're going too fast. So it has to have a slow approach so we we sure that we don't miss anything. Uh, memory. Hi, please. Uh, is that me? Hi, Ken. Um, so I, I would really appreciate the discussion tonight. I'm like Spencer. I'm like really new to this board, this council. <clears throat> so I really appreciate and agree with pretty much um, <clears throat> uh, a lot of the, the discussion. Um, I'm, I'm a tree, I'm a novice, and I'm also a gardener. So I agree with a lot of what Spencer had to say, but I also agree with Igor. Uh, it's, I mean, I'm, I'm just really looking forward to more discussion about prioritizing, like how much we can we do? Because I'm really fearful about broadening the scope when we can barely get any movement, seems like, but I'm also very new and I don't know much how, how much have we, how much that of the goal that we have accomplished from the from the plant. So um, I just want to thank everybody for their perspective. It's really uh, it's a very good discussion. I'm I'm feel I'm understanding a little bit more since I when I started I actually have a meeting with Peter. I say, what's my goal here? What I mean, they, and um, very quickly he just briefed me, and I was very I wasn't have a grasping of of what the council does. So it, uh, this is good. Thank you. Um, I can, so, <laughs> uh, this, this clearly needs to be brought to a more further discussion. Um, I think all of your, uh, points so far, it sounds like, I think until Sorry, no, let me just reframe this. My first question, uh, since we're almost at 7.30, um, is for those of you that are newer and hearing uh, some of this maybe um, in a different way than you understood it before or for the first time, um, what of this conversation do you think would be um, particularly relevant for me to bring to uh, new members as they start joining us, um, or when I'm briefing them, um, during any outreach that I'm doing, um, is there anything that I think you think you may have missed, um, in your time here so far, or when you were onboarded into the council that I can make sure that they get when they're joining us? Jesus, are you looking for feedback immediately or are you looking for responses through email moving forward? I guess email responses would be great. If you have any um, immediate like gut reactions, I'd happy to write those down now as well. Jesus, maybe just the the basic documents that, that form this this whole thing. Um, yeah. that could be read, read overs and any specific documents that have been produced by this this group. Yeah, second, 
I've been collecting those um, since it is one of the the items on the on the strategic plan <laughs> to have a packet. Um, I've been collecting those, and then also as I've been kind of communicating with uh, some of you uh, more one on one slowly, um, I've been figuring out what puzzle pieces have been missing uh, to to share. So thank you. I'll if there's anything else that document wise that you think would be good for me to include please let me know and and, and just to, just to add sorry that one more thing that i thought would would have been useful when i came on is just having some an orientation of some kind that gives you a little bit of context ideally somebody is is doing that passing some of that information on in, right. yeah yeah so i guess to uh to damon's point um please um email me any any notes uh, from today's discussion that you think would be relevant in an orientation. I do hope to have more um, formal orientations with the new the new members as they they come on. Um, and then hey, hey Jesus, um, just before you switch gears, I, I think what one thing that I've seen work really well for staff over the years has been to just do it do it in an iterative way and like leave that for the next person. So like you have a, a an onboarding and you go over these things and they ask some questions and you're like oh yeah next time I'll I'll here's the answer to that but I'll include it in the packet for next time and then that you have that file or folder I'm imagining like Gordon had that for Peter and Peter did that for you like it seems like a really good way to um, like build that institutional knowledge base yeah. Um, I guess this to be <laughs> open about it. Yeah, I, I got some of that, but it was all spread out in a lot of documents. I'm working on a, a one note file. I don't know if you are familiar with that. That's I'm calling the UFC manual, um, that I've just been putting together as I'm learning things. Um, and just like legal things, I'll like the notes on the report, how that went e copies of emails. Um, and so, yeah, that'll, that'll definitely be put together, um, as I go. Thanks. Um, I've been thinking about these a lot recently. <laughs> um, right. To, to maybe wrap this up then, um, sorry, Andrew and anybody else, please add, uh, but as far as, um, taking this to a later discussion, um, I think it's pretty clear that um, our priority, our number one priority has been and probably will continue to be funding. Um, but we have quite a few other things to discuss um, as like the other five strategies. Um, and I'm just trying to figure out how to frame a future discussion item uh, along this line where it does sound like we need to narrow focus on street trees, but as we move forward to phase two and three, that at least in the context of those discussions, it seems like our focus will need to expand at least somewhat. Um, does this seem like a discussion that will have to be had around like partitioning how we discuss those where we discuss? 
or speak for the whole group at all, but I think this is part this is exactly what a strategic planning kind of session would I hope do. So okay. It's an opportunity for people to get together. It's an opportunity for us to all kind of input and rethink and kind of reprioritize, you know, what we're trying to do and where we want to be focused. And that's the literally like the, that that's you know, we 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 that that's what the strategic plan should be doing is giving a little bit of a blueprint about where we're trying to focus and what those goals are really related to. And we're trying to put them down to like actionable items over the next couple of years ahead of us. Okay. That, but, but I think the real conversation, Mike, I think you're muted if you're trying to talk, but um, is about like, you know, let's, let's, let's get the, get the other new council members on board. Let's find the time. Let's start getting times queued up for everybody when we can do an offsite and really kind of do that. Yeah, what I was saying to myself, because I was on mute, was maybe one way to think about this is that there are, there might be priorities for the city around urban forestry, which where like funding might be number one. And then there might that, but we're talking about priorities for the council. And that might be totally different because we can't affect funding except to advocate for it. So maybe we should focus on things that we can do well as, as kind of individual volunteers with the skills that we have and kind of knowing the limitations of a volunteer group. So I would just encourage us to think about that as we move forward with this and, and kind of zero in on some some areas to focus on where we can really kind of make use of our skills and, and the skills that we have as volunteers. I want to add also that, you know, phase one, phase two, phase three, you know, we're not done. Phase one is not done now, so we can't move in phase two. You know, maybe we can pick something in phase two that we can walk on now. But, you know, phase one is still not done, so we can't move in phase two technically. You know, it, yeah. it just doesn't make any sense. It's, you know, it's not complete. It's not even color started, you know, and the goal of phase one are not way far away from reach, you know. So uh, that, you know, and so maybe, you know, some part of phase two can be look at, you know, but, you know, the phase one is still, it's not completed. It's like, it's far away from it, you know? So um, that, that's, that's all, you know, uh, that, that, that's what we need, we need to make sure like, hey, when we present these to the new member, they're gonna see phase one. Uh, oh, you guys done with it? No, no, it was supposed to be done this year, actually. You know, so uh, and and so they're gonna look at a number and say, okay, so you know, nothing's done, literally. <laughs> so that that's the reality. So so before those priority phase one, phase two, phase three needs to be maybe uh, rearranged. I, I just I strongly object to that, but I don't want to derail <laughs> the conversation. But that's a conversation, no? But you know, the phase one is not it's not done, you know? So trees are not planted. The CD is not moving like right now, the CD is not moving to plant more trees. We've been planting a little more, more trees every year. But the numbers haven't been exploded from you know, like from five hundred trees to four thousand trees a year, no? You know, it's just the number has been about the same for the last six, seven years, no? You know, so um, I, I, we can't just pay, you know. Yeah, I, I do think that there's a little bit, there's a, two different issues. You know, I think, you know, to Mike's point, we're talking about ourselves as a council. Those are kind of 
some of the city goals around the master plan. I'm assuming you're talking about phase one, two, and three of the master plan. And I think you know the the point of the planning is that we don't you don't complete one and then move to two. I think it's all you create a roadmap for the whole kind of scenario and then you know try to achieve it. But yeah, those are in my mind. There's they're like kind of slightly adjacent conversations. Can I just suggest that we possibly move on from this conversation? It feels like we're kind of spinning our wheels at this point. Yeah, yeah, no. yeah we're, I think we're, I'm trying to, <laughs> yeah, I think we need to. Like, there's a, there's a lot to discuss, and I think this is again, this is what the the, the like we want to do is the kind of strategic planning conversation. Exactly. I think. I think this is a good point uh, <laughs> to move forward. Yeah, I'd like to public comment. I just said, is this a good time for public comment? I, I think it is, and I think you know that we have a lot of uh, there, there's action items we're going to move forward trying to get. We'll, we'll start circulating dates, um, and I think you know get input from uh, existing members about onboarding. And then we'll uh, be bringing this back as an uh, at a future at one of our future meetings with some um, some ideas around how we're going to actually um, take this as either hopefully as an offsite which I would like to see happen or a dedicated meeting where we, it's just all about the strategic plan. So I'm hoping uh, with that, if there's no more uh, uh, member comments, we could go to uh, public comment. Members of the public who wish to make a public comment on this item should now dial star three to be added to the queue. For those who are already on hold in the queue, please continue to wait until it is your turn to speak. And seeing none, public comment on this item is closed. With the church permission, we can proceed to item seven. Okay, item seven is discussion and possible action regarding outreach for the 2022 annual urban forest report and urban forestry funding letter. The speaker is Jesus Lozano, urban forestry council coordinator. Explanatory documents are the 2022 annual urban forest report and the urban forestry funding letter. This item is for discussion and action. Um, so. <laughs> We've already been talking about funding a lot, and um, I think um, Mike, your most recent comment is a pretty good uh, segue into this. Is like how, what are actions that we can take as individual volunteers? Um, and I guess this is, I mean, I think I hope at least we're all familiar now with the contents of the letter and the report. I'm very excited that that got complete. Um, thank you for everyone that had input um, and helped get that out. Um, but uh, we discussed in one of the last meetings when we approved the um, the contents of both of those. Um, uh, now talking about how we can do outreach for it, um, and um, here I'm asking, I guess, of you um, strategies you think might be good for either myself or people that you can reach out to um, yourselves to 
promote this funding request and the contents of the report? Are there supervisors that you have communication with? Um, other nonprofit um, organizations that might be interested in communicating this information. Um, just I'm looking for ways to make the letter as loud as as we can. I don't I don't think I have to belabor that too much more. I know we're getting late now at this point. I just that's directly my ask here for love this item for for all of you. I'm happy to reiterate it and like push the issue with my syrup, which is uh, Mandelman. Uh, resend it to him. I've got enough of a relationship. I can rattle his cage and make sure he's looking at it with him and his staff. Um, sorry, which district is Mandelman? Good question. I think we're six, aren't we? Okay. District eight, sorry. Sorry, yeah. Um, on Saturday, I planted some trees with uh, Supervisor Engardio. I think he's District four. So I personal have, have just met him. I'll, I'll make sure I reach out to him and my District nine supervisor, Colonel Heights. The other another idea is there there are some climate groups that have been really active um, in trying to push for funding of the climate action plan, and um, I would think we could make common cause with them. Maybe if you want ways to amplify our message, maybe we can ask them to help amplify, since it's you know, urban forestry is part of part of climate action. It's a compelling message as well. I think in that it's you know like the the what we we're trying to do is really emphasize that there's like a huge shortfall in funding and we're not coming we're like actually decreasing canopy not increasing per the goal and I think it's a message that you know can go to you know Chronicle or other kind of local media as well in, in some way I don't know is this about something that you can help manage but like there's there's an outreach on that point which you know it's a pretty easy story based on what we've said and i think that's what we try to do is have it enough of a kind of a, a sound bite that you can see like this is our goal this is where we're going and there's no funding to accommodate what the goal is i think from my end, um, I don't know that I'd personally be able to make that connection to the to newspaper article. Just considering the like this, it might sound like it's the uh, something coming from the department, uh, but I can definitely, um, if somebody would like to make that connection. Um, I can let you know the few folks that have been reaching out regarding trees while I've been at the department. Um, Fine, because I, you know, as a, as a chair, I can. I'm happy to offer that. If, you know, yeah. There have been a handful of folks that have reached out um, recently, especially regarding the the trees falling during the storm, and have um, written tree articles in the past. 
um, I can forward you their contact information. Um, I think just to make sure that I'm not like crossing any lines I'm not supposed to be. Yeah, happy to. Um, Mike, you said that um, you there are some specific orgs that you are hearing from regarding the CAC climate action plan funding. I do think this is very aligned to that. Um, do you do you name any folks? Um, I'd be happy to forward that. The, these uh, yeah, I'll need to dig things out of emails, but I'll I'll be happy to do that after we um, after we end today, and I'll sh I'll shoot those to you by email. Okay. I was just going to say, I have some connections with the Chronicle that I could help uh, facilitate. And I, I wondered if, do we have any recent estimates anywhere? I know we've been talking about this, that we feel confident enough that a story could reference in regard to the loss of street trees as an impetus to start talking about how to reforest or get the urban street trees, because that's the kind of um, that's the kind of facts that they uh, a story would want. And I don't know if we feel at all confident about predicting that at this point. I think the letter that we sent to the mayor was pretty clear. Yeah. Okay. On uh, and again, we tried to kind of make it a a quick little soundbite in the letter that was you know. This is our goal. This is where we're. This is where and there's a pretty clear uh, 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 line of what we yeah, said other than where we're not going. Yeah, but I think what Lou was saying is about a hand call. Something is going to catch up on it, you know. So, you know, the, the having the data of loss of trees that we just got, that could be a good hand call. To, exactly. You know, yeah, it's just like an hand call for the title. You know, also I don't know if. We are allowed to do this, you know, as a committee. So maybe the issue of each council, you know, make sure that's possible. You know, um, great, it's a great idea. I think it's it, it will project the uh, it, it will have a huge project chance through the city and out. You know, so um, I think that's the media can be very positive sometimes. <laughs> You know, can have like really positive, uh, you know, and bring us maybe more connection in the future. You know, saying that we move forward in some type of article like that. You know, but I think like CDI Tony probably want to know about that. Uh, you know, if we allowed to do something like that on all level. You know, it is in the shop now to communicate and educate about the tree canopy. You know, so. Uh, Andrew, let, let us know, you know. Is, is there an issue that, you know, either Kyle or Jesus have an issue with how we promote as individual members or something like this? I'm sure, Sullivan, I don't see an issue reaching out to your individual supervisor, for instance, um, if it's something um, involving the press, that's something that Jesus um, and I and our policy and communications team might want to touch base on beforehand. Sure. Okay. If you could, if you could, and then just circulate back to the all council members in case people do want to make that effort individually, because uh, make sure we're just not stepping on toes. But it'd be nice to know that we can do that. 
there's a lot of uh, also um, organization like the ISA and things like that. They do the annual conference in December, and that could be a good item or presentations, you know, for example. They won't have the reach, it will have mostly professional reach, you know, and governmental bodies reach, but, you know, those, you know, conference and things like that, it doesn't have to be the ISA, but, you know, environmental conference, you know, ecology conference, you know, biodiversity conference, you know, and things like that. And, and that's also a good platform for us to explain what's going on in the sea and country of San Francisco result the struggle that the city has with trees, you know, every city has different struggle. So um, there is also that platform that can be used too. Is is anyone in this group um, part of the Alliance for Community Trees? It is an ISA. Um, they have a, a conference annually that is specifically on urban forestry, um, specifically street trees. Is there is anybody in this group uh, associated with that? I know. I don't think the department is. I think just to um, Morgan's point, that's a pretty good avenue for, for this kind of thing. Just wanted to jump in to say that Andrew, I think you're uniquely positioned as the chair. You're not a city employee. You can speak to what the letter we passed, the report we created. I, I think that um, coming from you, it's really fantastic. Um, and the uh, plus your own professional background. Yeah. Um, I think the other thing that came to mind, someone mentioned. Maybe Lou mentioned it, but like a, a news story about the tree failures, some spectacular photos, there's trees on buses and cars and stuff like that. Like to say, hey, this is in the news, we're losing trees. And we have a <laughs> look, we have a letter about this and it illustrates the, the urgency and the timeliness. I, I think that's that sounds really powerful. I'd like to add also for Lou the um the as far as the tree numbers uh kind of going down um uh, or not being able to meet the the goals that's um I'm pretty confidently represented in all of the annual um urban forest reports going back um since we started kind of tracking that in 2017 um so there's those reports that are um annual that we can point to if that kind of um, angle is taken. And then still additionally to this year, we'll still have to account for all the trees that fell um, during during the storm, the storms. Okay, great. Um, hey Zeus, Damon, if if you're planning on putting together a storm-related uh, report, please let me know. We've got our tree inventory ready to go. If the council wants those numbers, just let me know. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah I'll I'll be reaching out. I, I've started getting in um, a trickle of of reports on that from other folks already, 
Um, but, uh, and then I think there's been some other discussion in today's meeting so far that I think will shape how that item is, is covered. Um, so yeah, no, I'll be in touch on that. Um, so I think just to recap right now, in case we want to start uh, wrapping this up a little bit, it sounds like, um, Andrew, um, you can reach out to, um, Mandelman, um, and then Pam, you said, I think you can reach out to the, uh, supervisors for D4 and D9. Um, and then from Mike, um, you'll be following up with some, um, advocacy orgs that are looking to promote climate action plan funding. And then I'm to report back on, um, whether or not the council can, as, as the council, we can, um, go the route of like reaching out through a newspaper or news reporting organization. Um, and then just to ask again, just. Does anyone part of Alliance for Community Trees by any chance? Okay, I think I don't think I don't think Jesus that individual people are part of the Alliance for Community Trees. I think it's usually organizations. Right. Right. So. Um. Okay. Then. Right. And that's what I meant. Is through your organizations are is anybody involved? To, with that, it sounds like no either way, but uh, I think it'd be good to, to figure out if we can or if I can through the department. So I'll follow up on that later as well. If you're not comfortable as a department, I'm I'm happy to do it. If you want me to as a as a chair, yeah, I think um, to to Morgan's point, I think some of the things we cover here. Um, would be good as presentations, even if it's just to share a struggle with other cities around the country. Um, specifically on this, these topics of street trees. Um, then if does anyone have any other recommendations for outreach? If not, I think. Andrew, we can. If not, we can open it for a public comment. Members of the public who wish to make a public comment on the sign should now press star three to be added to the queue. For those already on hold in the queue, please continue to wait until it is your turn to speak. And seeing none, public comment on the sign is closed. Yeah, would you like to uh, move on to the next uh, item, please? The next item is item eight staff report on recent work performed by the urban forestry program on behalf of the urban forestry council. The speaker is Jesus Lozano, urban forestry council coordinator. Explanatory document is the list of open council seats. This item is for discussion. Yeah, um, so I think. <laughs> the the main thing I'd like to discuss here is the I think we've already touched on it a bunch today, so we can keep it brief also, but the document is attached with the list of open seats, uh, links to the application and some links to um, the the um, council's documents. Um, 
So please find that in the packet. I'll also forward it again as a standalone email um, after the meeting. Um, I guess the other um, things that I've been um, working on, I've been outreach on this side. I've reached out to um, some folks, um, uh, the district supervisor of the state park system here to see if we can get someone from them, um, uh, as well as a few other organizations. Um, and I've been kind of going through my network of folks that might know people um, kind of in tangent to trees or environmental work. Um, not a lot of leads, so that's why I'm going to keep asking y'all for for those. Um, but yeah, um, that's that's all I'll I'll devote on for now. Okay, do you, uh, you want to do a public comment on that? Members of the public wish to make a public comment on this item. Should now press star three to be added to the queue. For those already on hold in the queue, please continue to wait until it's your turn to speak. And seeing none, public comment on this item is closed. Next item. The next item is item nine, Urban Forestry Council member announcements. This item is for discussion. Nick, do you have anything on uh, Arbor Day? I do want to just announce Arbor Day is uh, a stunning 11 days away, March 11th. Uh, so you're welcome to attend and plant trees. We also have a concurrent arbor fair going on with bucket truck rides. You can build a planter uh, to bring home and plant something in. Uh, we'll have the mayor, supervisor, um, the state representative, um, uh, Scott Wiener there. So. Uh, a good turnout, I think a great opportunity to uh, cheerlead for trees. We'll have a walking tour of the nursery site, so you can go check it out. It's a block away, so it's an easy walk to go check it out. And we'll also be accompanied by our esteemed Mike Sullivan, author of Trees of San Francisco, giving a, uh, a, a walking tour. So I definitely encourage you all to... Um, uh, check it out if you're able to bring um, bring kids, family members, um, whatever. I think the, there's literature uh, you can Google easily. I think um, we're, I'm getting up really in the morning, but you can get there at like 8.30, I think. And I'm sorry for the location of that. You say that's at? S.E. Carmichael Elementary School. So it's, um, it's along Harrison. Um, if you... <laughs> it just google it you know but it's the little cross street there is sherman street nick nick if you want to send that that information to us we'll try to get in the wreck and park newsletter which has a wide circulation yeah be great thank you
Anyone have any other? <laughs> our yeah, there's another announcements we can do uh, public. And just the public wish to make a public comment on this item should press star three to be added to the queue. For those already on hold in the queue, please continue to wait until it is your turn to speak. And seeing none, public comment on this item is closed. Sorry, um, we can do the next item. Okay, the next item is item 10, new business future agenda items. This item is for discussion. Anything that we haven't talked about tonight already that we're planning to agendize? Any other items that people want to um, put out for future agendas or discussion? New biz? Is there um, timing for the street tree, um, the street tree list that we typically update every year? Maybe that's something for um, uh, for a committee of this group, or for the for the, eventually, I think it comes to this group for approval. It does. And planning and funding, I don't. In typically, I think we'd had a kind of dedicated committees that had kind of helped focus on that in the past. Um, uh, Jesus, I think, I think it'd be worth, if we can take a look at um, past issuance dates, I think it's just, we, we like to get ahead of it so that we can kind of take an opportunity to kind of review input and see if there's any kind of like big ways or small ways we want to update, adjust, and or kind of reformat re how we're creating those lists. Yeah, um, so not to dive very deep into it, but I think um, a couple of times both here and in um, planning and funding, um, we've somewhat agreed to not further narrow the the list, but um, I think I'm working with Igor on a framing an item to maybe rework how we present the information and make it more accessible. So that, that should be coming pretty soon. Uh, we're just figuring out how that looks. And I've been kind of um, in contact with some folks at the department regarding on like, if it was gonna be like a web page, like if that was possible and how that might look. So yeah, that'll be coming. We're just kind of crossing off some questions that I could foresee before bringing it here. I think in the past, it's it's worked um, a way it has worked, which I thought worked well was it wasn't necessarily a, a committee of this council, but it was a it was a group of people that you know cared about the list and were knowledgeable. You know, Chris Buck came from Public Works, and I think Jason DeWeese came just because he's a smart guy about trees and not on any official capacity. Um, so I, that has worked well in the past, and we might say if it's not broke, don't fix it. It's just a starting point. I think it's it's a way to kind of get a cast a broad. Well, hard to hear you, Andrew. Sorry, I, I think that has worked well in the past, and I think it's a way to kind of just get uh, multiple voices in the conversation, just to make sure that we're like thinking about. I mean, we we as a as a council will issue the final list and we'll create it, but 
I think we want to have more input and kind of points of view. And I think we, I, I think in the past we'd had like a kind of a kind of a small working group that was a couple of council members and then pulled a bunch of other folks and just got as much input as we could. Yeah, last year was our quick once over. Looks good. We'll just renew it, but it, I think we're due for for a closer look this year. That's a good point. All right, so then coming to planning and funding uh, soon. Um, I'll, I'll be sure to get that on the agenda. Uh, I wanted to add a thing here. Um, the it, it didn't get added to this agenda, but um, the day. So our last uh, full council meeting, we got a, a public comment, um, a um, a memo, uh, a proposed resolution from the from our stakeholders um, on a moratorium on removal of trees um, subject to city jurisdiction. Uh, I think it would be good for us to cover in a full council meeting. Um, so, if that sounds all right with y'all, definitely bring that, and potentially with a presenter from the person that's happy to bring that to the full council. All right. Um, so there's a, a serious objection. I think just to. So it was a pretty broad group of stakeholders that they. Brought. Yeah. But oh, one one thing I would request is that we just schedule it on a on a meeting date where someone can attend and be the speaker because um otherwise i feel like we're just reading a document and discussing it and i i feel like a speaker would help us facilitate that yeah um i'll i'll make sure to have a, a someone to accompany it um then on on this kind of subject, we had the um, the letter that was sent out today, a public comment. Is that something we'd like to address here, or first take to a planning and funding? I think there was expressed interest in covering that. Talking about the 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 the, the letter about um, uh, the strategic plan item. Yeah, yeah, I think that wraps into our uh, later conversation when we actually. Have that as a kind of a council offsite or a council meeting where we kind of um, reprioritize or, re, or discuss the the new strategic strategic plan. How how those those things fit in? That that would be my opinion, but if others think differently, I'm happy to hear it. Sorry, someone else mentioned that there was public comment shared today. Uh, Am I misunderstanding or did I get left off the email? Because I I didn't see any public comment emailed out today. It was not long before the meeting, I think, is when I saw it. It was, I think, a, a letter that was shared regarding the strategic plan item. And the comments were specific to kind of biodiversity and some of what, you know, kind of Spencer had started touching on as well about kind of broadening the scope and idea about urban forests as trees versus trees and understory and as well as kind of like the uh, native habitat and 
valuation of that as, as part of the kind of consideration of our urban forest. So I'm, I think I'm ca capturing that. Jesus, uh, if you want to just like resend that. I'll resend that now. I must have. I, I'm looking at all emails from you and I don't see it. Okay, sorry, I won't hijack. Thank you. So what the decision for that other uh, little comment on all those community groups? Sounded like it would be brought back to when we're discussing um, the any changes to the strategic plan. Well, there's two different items. I think the one is the, um, the, the, the letter that was circulated today, which is about kind of Biodiversity, habitat, and the value of habitat. Yeah, yeah. I understand that. That later. That, the other one. The later we receive two. Three, that, that was we were gonna. We were gonna. Uh, I think at the next meeting, see if they want to kind of bring that back and present. I don't know that what we received is not like really an actual item for us, but I'm happy to bring it back for like a discussion and action because it's a, a quite a long resolution and there's a lot of kind of to it. And I thought it'd be worth bringing it back if see if we can get one of the uh, signing parties to uh, kind of present it to us and see, you know, get it, bring it for kind of discussion and possible action. Yeah. Thank you. There's no other uh, new biz. I think we can uh, open up for public comment. Members of the public who wish to make a public comment on the sentence should now press star three to be added to the queue. For those already on open the queue, please continue to wait until it is your turn to speak. And seeing none, public comment on the sentence is closed. Ahead of the next final item, just thanks everyone again for sticking with us through this, and we're going to hopefully see all y'all in person next time. Looking forward to it. Yeah, likewise. Thank you, and uh, we can call the final item, I guess. Yeah, the next item is item eleven, adjournment. The meeting is adjourned. The time is eight ten p.m. Thank you for joining us. All right, last Zoom meeting. Bye, Bye everybody. Yeah. Bye, everyone. Bye-bye. See you all. Thanks, everyone. Thank